Isabel, is this thing on? Hey guys! Welcome back to the podcast. All right, guys, so in this episode, just to give you a little rundown, we're going to be doing a little psychoanalysis since we have three psych majors on this call and a nursing student who loves to also do psychoanalysis. And then we're also probably just going to get into some random pop culture moments, maybe a little bit of call her daddy, you know, all the fun and interesting tea out there. Each week, we're going to introduce a new goal of the week. And we, we're going to do it as well as we hope some of our viewers will do it or all of them. This week, we're going to be posting it on our Instagram. It's going to be a 10-minute ab workout every single day for a week. Yep. Let's get that grind on. Yeah. No so we're all going to do it together. And hopefully we can all talk about it and see how it's going. If we love it, if we hate it, if we're motivated, whatever we feel, we can share it. So that is our goal of the week. Let us know. How you like it. Also, you guys know that we've been really into the polls on Instagram lately, and you better be ready for a poll after the goal of the week is up because there's gonna be a good one. And you better have done it. Yeah. We're coming at you. No quitters. Okay. Who wants to go first and introduce yourself? Okay, just a little icebreaker for the class. Exactly. My name is Natalie Weeks. I am from Chicago, Illinois, aka the suburbs. I go to Tulane University, and I'm studying math and psychology. A fun fact about myself, just adding this in there, I'm left-handed. Oh my god, I don't know. I never know what to say. Are you left-handed? Of course. You didn't notice this? Oh my god, that's so nice. Well, <laughs> I guess really didn't. Really. I had no idea. I had no idea. <laughs> I didn't know either. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, <laughs> I'm Scotland, and it's like the country, but it's spelled completely differently. Um, I go to Elon University, which you've probably not heard of. Um, it's in North Carolina in a really, really small, tiny little school in the middle of nowhere. Um, I'm studying psychology, but I'm a double minor in human services and theater arts. So that's a little weird. And fun fact about me is I have like seven or eight tattoos and like most of them are really just like weird and odd and maybe stupid shouldn't have done so which one is your favorite like do you have a favorite Uh, yeah can you rank them I think my favorite is the one on my side just because it's it was after my grandma passed away and she told me when I was younger that everyone shines differently but everyone's a star and uh, so I got five different stars for every family member because I have three two brothers and two parents so that's that's us and then that's like my favorite serious one but I think that the one on my finger is the funniest one to explain <laughs> maybe we should all get matching ones that say TIA oh, literally <laughs> yeah. also just so everyone knows because I didn't really preface preface this but Natalie and Scotland and I all met when we went abroad so yeah. you know that changed us yeah just like a little bit natalie and i were roommates in our apartment with a bunch of other people and scotland was like kind of a roommate to us yeah, basically <laughs> she was basically a roommate yeah. yeah yeah i was there probably more than my own home so natalie as well as mentioned that you and your sister started a new clothing brand called revival you did So tell us a bit about your brand and maybe give everyone some advice on how you went about starting it and if this is something our listeners could possibly do. Okay, 
100%. So when I came home for quarantine, me and my sister were like literally so bored and we didn't know what to do. And she was like, should we like start making purses? And I was like, okay. So we just started ripping apart old purses and like sewing them together. And we were like, oh my gosh, like these are kind of good. Um, and so I enlisted my, one of my childhood friends. We like always went to like art camp together and stuff when we were kids. And she, I was like, let's start like an online store this summer. And she was like, okay. Cause like none of us had anything going on because everything was canceled. And so we started making a bunch of merchandise and then we decided we were going to use Wix as like our, um, like marketplace. And just a little tip to everyone out there who's trying to start their own like online store. If you're going to use Wix, they really like expose you to, I guess, like the government and stuff. Like you can't get away with not paying taxes and stuff if you're going to do it on Wix. You just thought it was going to be like, like an Instagram store, like DM us through this, like we'll send you this. Um, but putting it on Wix definitely made it a lot more work than we were anticipating, but it's honestly been so much fun. And yeah, so our mission is like sustainability and recycling and upcycling old items. Um, yeah, we just had our launch. Yeah, it's literally been so fun. No, that sounds so fun. And I've always kind of like thought about doing something like that, but I was like, I have no idea where you should so it's so cool that you were able to do yeah. that with your sister and kind of get it done. And now it's a big thing that people are talking about. It's super cool. I remember the, like, you randomly posted a picture of a purse you made. Do you remember? I texted you after and I was like, this yeah. is so cool. And then all of a sudden you're like, by the way, I'm starting a company. And I was like, are you kidding? <laughs> now you have a company. Yeah. I mean, right now it's not, it's not a super like sustainable business model because like making things take a lot of time. Right. Um, so eventually now that we have like our business license and we're figuring out taxes and everything, hopefully like once that's set up, it'll be more of a marketplace situation since we already are running the website where like smaller brands can come to us and we can put them on the website. Um, obviously if they go with like our submission of our company and stuff but yeah also I'm really scared to listen to this podcast because I hate the way my voice sounds we like, both really said that like I know it sounds so annoying I think it's so like soothing listening to people like my own age just like living their normal lives it just kind of gets me like especially now it gets me like in touch with everything that's going on agreed like you can be in your room alone but still listen yeah. to people talking like you- imagine yeah. if this whole situation was happening but there was no internet or anything <gasps> i would go crazy have you guys ever seen selling sunset <gasps> so good. No. no what is it about oh my gosh it's like a reality tv show of this company called it's like the op something with an o and they go through and like how they sell like houses in LA and stuff and it's like millions of dollars millions of dollars of homes what million dollar homes um but I was watching like the first season again last night and there was a 40 million dollar (gasps) property was it the one that was on the hill yes yes and so is it like an HGTV type thing it's kind of like that but it's so much better because it's like a reality show and it's like dramatic because it's like six different girls who don't really get along yeah. trying to compete for these like selling these properties it's so interesting but they just came out with a season two yeah I'm so anyone who hasn't seen it like go watch 
we watched it last year and I honestly didn't think they were going to make a season two and Lauren and I were so excited when they came out with season two what's the name again I'm gonna write it down selling sunset uh, I'm gonna watch have you guys seen this is us no, I, I tried, to, I tried to get in. Yeah, I tried to get into it, and I was told that if you're not into it by the tenth episode, then you don't. Yeah. you're not going to be. Okay, I watched like ten minutes. <laughs> but I was going to say the blonde brother who's super cute in the show. Yeah, his wife is like the new girl in the show. Is like the new real estate agent that comes on, and so it's like all the drama with her trying to fit in and stuff. He kind of looks like JJ from Outer Banks. <gasps> I've been thinking about him a lot recently. Oh, yeah. Okay. okay, so JJ or John B? JJ, all the way. Guys, I have I not seen John that. B. I'm John B. Well, don't talk to me. You didn't like the politician, so you don't talk to me. Yeah, I actually kind of hated it. Oh, I love the politician. Hey, Israel, have you still not watched Outer Banks? No. You would love it. Guys. Oh, he is cute. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> oh, is he married? Divorce. Yes, we were just talking about his He's wife. He's 23. What? I think you're looking at 43. Oh, I was like, uh. So I've heard a lot of memories and stories about Australia from Isabel, but I also <laughs> want to hear from you. Um, so what was like one moment or memory that like really sticks out to you? You met me? What? Oh my, no. <laughs> there are so many, but I feel like there are like small simple moments that I remember that I like I'll look at my old like look at my albums and be like oh my gosh that was like a small like little moment but that was so much fun like, like when we went house. to yeah like I have probably 400 videos of Isabel just turning to me and sticking her tongue out in a weird way and Got it her. was like the funniest time ever. why can I literally picture her doing that <laughs> all the time Isabel is always looking for attention Okay. I don't you guys can 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 agree to disagree, but I feel like one of the best weekends we had was we took a girls trip to the Gold Coast for, for Natalie's birthday. birthday. And it was like it was purely a girl. It was magical. It was just so much fun. Danced and like we're tanning every day. It was we rented a boat. Wait, yeah. okay, I was gonna say, was that the boat? That sounds so yeah. annoying. That sounds pictures. so annoying. We rented yeah. a boat. Yeah. <laughs> No, but those pictures were so cute. And it just, yeah, I'm sorry. So, cut that out. Those boat pictures were some they of my different. best Instagram posts. So. Best. To this the day, I use them on my dating profiles. <laughs> yeah. Love. The funniest thing, though, was the man who was driving the boat. It was like this old couple. And we assumed that they had had a bunch of like bachelor rep parties and like 21st birthdays and stuff. And he was like, oh, no, you guys are the first, like, party to, like, come on the boat. Like, it's all been, like, couples, like, doing, like, a sunset cruise. Because it was, like, a shame. We like, if I lived there, I'd be doing that every weekend. Yeah. <laughs> and we were yeah. like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. It but also, fun. you're welcome. You know? yeah. I said this the other day, like, this is, like, a stupid thing to love. But we used to go to McDonald's every single, like, almost every single time we left a club or a bar or something. Yeah. And it was just, we would just walk there because, first of all, Australia is 10 times safer than America. But we would just walk in the yeah. dark and you would walk in and everyone would be in McDonald's. You would see people that you just saw out uh -huh. there. I'm like sad. Yeah. 
It feels like such like a memory. Do you know what I mean? That sounds so stupid, but I feel like everything like that it, happened last year because of coronavirus, especially, feels so much longer than it was. Like that's yeah, so true. And so much more special too. I feel yeah. like you guys were just yeah. like everyone who got sent me. home. That's mm-hmm. so sad. Everyone who got yeah. sent home from abroad. Okay, that's so true because I feel like that is something you look forward to, even like when you're younger. Yeah. As we've mentioned, we all love to psychoanalyze everything. And a major part of our lives in this generation is texting. Every, like, uh-huh. Especially for people our age, the psychoanalysis of texting is like so important. Reading those emotions over the phone. And you have four people here who love to do it and want to <laughs> tell you how. <laughs> love to do it a little bit too much yes, sometimes way too much probably don't actually take our advice but it's an interesting yeah, thing to learn so get out a notebook get a pencil write it down and get prepared to analyze people natalie why don't you start with some, oh my god put me on the spot don't you <laughs> start with some of your like favorite examples favorite things okay. to analyze so one of the rules that i live by is when texting someone that you are romantically interested in is to always wait longer than they waited to respond, which I know is a very old trick in the book. And it has some controversy. And I also think, because I'm very, like, once I get to know someone, I'm so open about telling them that I'll, like, wait to text them back. And every guy that I've ever told that I do that to, they're like, that's so weird. Like, guys don't do that. They don't notice it. Like, I would never do that. Why do you do that? I feel like recently, recently I've been trying to go against that though, because I just keep thinking I'm in quarantine and I got nothing to lose at this point. That's fair. Amen. Okay. But I do agree that I wait. For non-romantic relationships, people who don't respond, I'm looking at Lauren, people who don't respond quickly, I immediately think they hate me. What are your guys' thoughts on that? True. Or if someone like responds in a group message but not to my text. <gasps> yeah. Oh, all the time. Chat but doesn't respond to your text. Okay, I'm gonna come <laughs> from the, the point of view of that person. Yeah. Are you okay. other side? We're interested. Sometimes I'll look at a text. If I'm in the middle of something, I will look at texts that come through my phone and I will wait to respond, but then I am completely ADD, like textbook. And so I will forget to respond. Okay, but here's my question. Here is my question. Why would you wait to respond? What are you doing at the moment you read the text where you can't just respond? It takes two seconds. No, I know. I just, I can't explain that part of it. But sometimes it's just like you have to marinate it. Right. I do that. So I know how you feel. Like if I'm like scrolling through like TikTok, which we do all the time now, at least I do. Not Natalie. But uh, (laughs) I'll sit there. It, not as though, I guess. I'll sit there for like two hours and then I get a text message and I'm like, nope, I'm deep in. So I look to see, unless it's like urgent matters, yes. like if it's urgent, then I'll respond. But if not, I got to go back because I'm in the zone. And yes. then I forget. Yeah. Just, you're in the middle of watching a video, TikTok, whatever it is, Netflix. If you're in the middle of a really intense part, I'm not going to pause and say hi. You know? Are I'll you wait. Ready? Yeah. Yeah, I'm raising my hand. Um, is it my turn? Yes. <laughs> You're up. I'm raising my okay. hand. 
Um, the thing is, I feel like it's also 100% about reading your audience because me being someone who psychoanalyzes the situation and like knows that I'm going to do that to people's texts. When someone's texting me, if I do that to them, it's never an accident. Like, I'm so aware 100%. that it's never a yeah. mistake. Like, if I don't respond to your individual text and I respond to the group message, you did something wrong, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, I like, if same. we know that it's someone I'm not like me or Isabel who's crazy, <laughs> then I think you just have to know who your audience is. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I, it's okay. also, like, I will answer the people that I want to answer yeah. And I will purposely ignore I'm going to write this down and remember it. Yeah. Like, I, so I when you don't respond message, to my text. I purposely don't want to answer. So I'm just going to wait until like late, late, late. So I know she's sleeping so that she'll answer tomorrow. Yes. Oh, I do that all the time too. Like if you're texting like a boy or something and you're like, well, I want them to text you tomorrow. You don't respond. 100%. The text respond to it in the morning. Now they have to talk to you all day. Do you know life what I mean? Hack. Life hack. Life life hack. Be like, oh, I'm going to bed. And then not saying yeah. Okay. Especially on Snapchat, you send a really hot pic, and then they're like, oh, I want more. But then you're like, no, I'm not giving to you. Sometimes they even open it, leave them on red until the next day. Respond in the morning. Yes. Did that today. <laughs> I also it's did that today. game that you just play. I don't it's care. A, it's a giant game. See, we the have place, to. The thing it's quarantine. Have to what? The thing that people have to realize, like everyone listening, you want to be the person like us where you analyze everything so that you know how to play the game. You don't want to be the person 100%. who's not thinking about it and who's just sitting there and like participating. Always be in power. The games, but like whatever. I want to be the coach. I want to. I want a team of disciples, and I want yes. them to do as I say. <laughs> okay. And dictatorship. But also yeah. for it. It's not like it's against their will. It'll benefit right. them. Yeah, no, they they want to be on my team. Two other things that I want to talk about because I feel like it's very important to me. Number one, punctuation. Oh. Number two, capitalization. Yeah. If you do it or you don't do it. If you're using either of those in text, yeah. I will not text you. Okay, true. I use them. I use exclamation points. Okay, exclamation, exclamation points are the exception. But like but, all of like the correct like grammatical commas yeah. and stuff. I, I depend who I'm texting. If I'm okay. texting someone who I need to have good, gra- like if I'm texting my family, some yeah. of them, not right. my immediate family, but like <laughs> my extended family, if I don't have good grammar, they're going to come for me. No, I, co- I totally agree. Especially like I'm adults. Friends, yeah. If you're texting adults, oh. it's a different thing. But if you're texting people our age and you use punctuation or capitalization, I'm like, no. Well, like what kind away. of capitalization? Well, like at the beginning of a sentence. I don't know. <laughs> Oh, but my phone, like, our phone... Yeah, well, you need to turn it off and be an angsty teen like the rest of us. I used to, but here's the thing. It's all about aesthetic, Scotland. You grew up. Yeah, I grew up. I'm older now. I haven't, okay. I haven't. I thought you meant, like, as capitalization as emphasis. Like, if I'm, like, screaming, like, I don't want to put that. Okay, good. Okay, but like the, the way that I psychoanalyze those two things, if someone uses punctuation, they hate me. They're mad at me. They're using like a passive aggressive tone and they're like talking down to me. That's Especially with the period. period. 100%. You put a period at the end of a message. Especially so if they respond, okay, period. Oh, oh my God. I do that that is purpose. the worst. What I will say about having proper grammar though is if you are going to get into a fight with someone through True. text, you need to make sure that you are making sense 
because mm-hmm. you cannot sound like the idiot in the fight. 100%. Mm-hmm. Okay, this is like ammo against you. Right. This is a personal right. story. I'm sorry if the person who did it is listening because, like, love her now. But in high school, this girl. Can we get a name? No, I'm not going to say her because <laughs> I like her. Say it and edit it out. She literally, I'll tell you guys after. She literally texted me out of the blue. We were not friends at the time. She texted me and she was like screaming at me, like so mad at me. And she spelled my name wrong. And I, to this day, think it's the funniest thing in the world because my response to her was, if you don't know how to spell my name, then you don't have a right to talk to me about this. Yeah, she like B-E-L-L-E. Yeah. And like, love her now, like have nothing against her now. But it's so funny to me because I was like- You will never I was sitting there laughing because I was like, you clearly don't know me. Like, don't talk to yeah, me. Yeah, what? If you make those errors, wow. it's like, mm-mm, detrimental. Look, that's, completely that's important. Yeah. Like, looking through things that people say and just thinking, like, what made you say that? Like, genuinely, what made you say mm-hmm. that? Oh, yeah. That we're, like, four of the people that, like, like doing that and not everyone does. And I will never understand how people don't like doing that. Like, it's Same. my number one favorite thing to do when people say things or when people do things. I sit there and I'm like, okay, what made Why? them like that? <laughs> oh, yeah. so interesting. Like, they clearly believe it. It's like, what? How? Yeah. How do you believe the things you actually are saying? The things people believe in and the thoughts that they have. It's so interesting, too, because a lot of the things that people believe in is from their parents or how they were and the things they've yeah. gone through. So, like, we may not agree, or they may just say something completely stupid, but it's, like, clearly something in their life or someone in their life led them to believe right. that. Yeah. That's so, the worst part, in my opinion, yeah. of, like, mm-hmm. like it, when you think about, like, our, especially America, like, the generation gap, how everyone is constantly, like, I hate millennials, I hate Gen Z, they suck, and it's all coming from the older generations. Like, I'm sorry, but you taught us how to be this way, or you gave us the example of what not to do. Right. So why are mm-hmm. your voice than we do? There's not enough people speaking, speaking like how we are, being so open to hearing people. We're, we're openly talking about how we're feeling. There's not enough people in power and not enough people with a big enough voice. and I I also just want to say because I know there's probably people listening to this being like okay these girls think they know everything like whatever like huge disclaimer like we have no idea what we're talking about this is just like how we feel and what we see and like our own personal opinions about it and it's not meant to like attack your views or like have us like think that we know everything and we're right and like no like we're still learning we have no idea what we're talking about this is just like how we, we see the world and what we are observing and we are like into psychology and like overthinking things so this is like what we thought you know so like yeah. I'm, I'm like, intrigued to I'm but intrigued I also to want responses. Feedback, you know what I mean yeah, yeah. I say, I'm yeah. intrigued to hear what people have to say about these well, send us an email we'll send you one back is this thing on or at gmail.com because you know we're here to listen and yes. to talk um let's move on to like a little lighter psychoanalysis <laughs> you're just like going for it <laughs> can we go back to can we go back to texting real quick 100 yes, yeah. okay so i'll give a personal example and i'm gonna ask like for you guys's like feedback and opinion okay so i've been talking to this guy kind of where we've met on a dating app and we've just been texting and facetiming so we're just getting to know each other it's not like romantic yet because we've never met in person which i don't know when's gonna happen but it's just we're chatting and he is so nice when we're on FaceTime. It's so much better than when we're like texting. But he's like, 
he's just like when he texts he doesn't give us any and he doesn't give me any details like i'll be like oh how was your day and he's like oh it was good i worked and i'm like that's it like you don't have anything else and we've been texting for a month now okay a month and he can't give me anything am i crazy like do boys just not text okay here's what you need to do do you know his last name yeah Okay, so you need to find out all this information yourself so that you'll know when he's lying, when he's withholding. <sighs> I can do it for you. Okay. But you, you need to find, you. yeah, when he says he's working, we need to find out where he's working. Well, I, he's know working that he's, he's, okay. I know he's working at home right now because, and he's in Miami. Yeah. Okay. I know that because he's quarantined and Miami's not really opened up that much. So I know that much. However, you work all day, you're just sitting there. You can answer me a little bit better than, eh, you know. Yeah. Work. I feel like Same you asked him to answer better. Be like, that answer was not good enough. I have. I'm like, can you give me some more? And he's like, well, you have to ask me questions, which I hate. Yeah. I hate. Like, you ask I don't want me to interview questions. You. No. Yeah, exactly. Some this people, is not an interview. Some yeah. people totally like that, though. And it's genuinely so annoying. But, like, those people are a lot better talking in person, I think. Yeah, so I've noticed like, that through time. Yeah, they just like don't know what to say over text and they like don't because we think so much. This is another example. We just constantly think of all these stories to tell and like I know me personally, I talk all the time and I have so many more things to say, but a lot of people aren't like that. So he could just be one of those people or he could be lying and like have secrets like Natalie's. So basically what I'm hearing is that yeah. he is not the guy for me because no. I like to talk a lot exactly. too. But also maybe that's a good balance. Like maybe that means he's a really good listener, you know? Ooh. Yeah, but he also told me he doesn't like Harry Potter, so... Okay, so... Oh, that's, that's why he's calling. Get him out. Get him out. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I have a texting question. Okay. What are our thoughts and the psychoanalysis of double texting? Do we like to double text? Do we feel uncomfortable when someone double texts us? What do we okay, think? I need to clarify. Do you mean, like, there's a time, like, there's amount of time in between, or do you mean, like, two in a row, like, at the same time? Someone waited. Someone waited. Say... Two hours, five hours, whatever. It depends I, on the situation. It depends. Yeah, it depends on the situation. It depends on who it is. Um, for me, I just, I feel uncomfortable doing it again, overthinking. Because I don't want to be like, talk to me, talk, you know. Yeah. But when it happens to me, I don't think that much of it. I'm like, oh, they yeah. like, want to talk. Like, okay. we like, need to have a discussion. I will say, if it's someone that I am already getting, like, kind of strange vibes from, not strange, but, like, if I'm kind of, like, I don't really want to be talking to you, and then they double text me, I'm, like, I'm, like, literally, like, yeah. but if it's someone that I, like, I am can. close with, or someone that I, like, want to be talking to, and they do it, then I, like, don't think anything of it. Yeah, like, I like when a guy that I like does it. it. Oh, yeah. totally. Like, if a guy yeah. that I, I'm interested in double texts me, I know that he wants to talk to me. I was gonna yeah. say, so that's, like that. that's true. Unless what I don't like is when there was one text, you don't respond. Then there's another one, like questioning why you haven't responded oh, or oh, questioning yes. what they initially said. That's too like, clingy. Yeah. It's just like, okay, clearly I chose not to respond. Especially like you were saying earlier, Natalie, like when we don't respond, like people like Natalie, you know that we're like choosing not to respond. So like probably don't text us again unless there's a new topic. Like yeah. I feel that way too. But like if the conversation has ended, yeah, you can double text. Yeah, agreed. There's so much we can talk about psychologically with relationships. I oh feel gosh. like I feel like this is like a multi-part 
series because this is something that we are all so passionate about that like this is literally all we talk about in our normal life forever yeah and so I forgot we were recording a podcast oh my god honestly percent I feel like in quarantine specifically in the queue you know where we're all stuck becoming self-aware is something that like everyone has done whether or not they wanted to yeah Yeah. or whether or not they realize it yeah exactly but I think it's something that's super not important. Not being self-aware. Yeah. I think the first step of being self-aware is just acknowledging how you feel, whether it be good, bad, like anything in between. I think that's the first step because if you just avoid it, like especially Mental Health Awareness Month, so especially like if you're feeling down or if you're feeling angry for some reason and you have no idea, like just address it and see what's going on and pay attention because everyone knows themselves best which is what people keep forgetting I feel like like you know yourself better than anyone else and I think a lot of times like I know I did this earlier on in college like people distract themselves from like thinking about things because they don't want to think about it because it's scary or it's too real yeah but like during this time we're all kind of forced to just like be with ourselves and literally just thinking like why am I doing this like okay I'm doing this thing why am I doing this for example I'm overanalyzing my friend's texts. I think they hate me. Why do I think that? That's like going back and like analyzing yourself. It's literally that easy. And a lot of people Mm -hmm. like, I didn't do it for a long time. And I know a lot of my friends don't do it. And it's so important because once you like realize why you're doing it, then you can change it. And then you feel so much better. It's like, yeah. yeah, Like I like not to be a TMI. I, since I've been back, so Australia, uh, for those who don't follow me on Instagram, which you should, whatever. Um, But for those of you who don't follow, I was like, bopping like that was like that was my time I like posted all these things I was so confident everything and then I came home and I just it was a complete flip of a switch and it still has been and I have become so self-aware of how I'm feeling that I'm actually like at the process I'm going to see a a endocrinologist because like now now that I've become so self-aware I realize that there's actually an imbalance in my hormones Mm -hmm. (laughs) so it's not even just like like you could be, you could find something and realize that there's something more than what you're actually feeling. Like I, I, I'm in the process of like talking, potentially getting medication to get my body back on track, and I feel ten times better already. Mm-hmm. Good. We love that. Proud of you. I also feel like quarantine and isolation has 100% put everybody like into a vacuum. Do you know what I mean? Yep. Yeah. Like this is who you would be in a vacuum, like without any like ulterior forces or whatever like I feel like a lot of how I think of myself is like when I think of myself with other people does that make sense Mm -hmm. like who I am like during a human interaction Mm -hmm. but I feel like quarantine has made me be like wait like who am I (laughs) like without anyone else you know what I mean that's such like a cliche question that everyone asks but like you have to figure it out eventually and I feel like I mean we can do this without even thinking about it like being dependent on our friends for like comfort and feeling like secure yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. another beneficial thing especially during quarantine because we all have the time like when you're having these thoughts when you realize that you're feeling a certain way write it down Mm -hmm. yeah keep a journal do it on your phone real quick Mm -hmm. like writing it down and also if you if you're an overthinker like I think we all are (laughs) clearly like write it down and get it out of your head yeah if you're constantly thinking yeah. about it it can just go into a negative spiral and you get anxious and it's just not a good thing so 
get it out, write it down, maybe a couple days later, revisit it and see if you yeah. feel the same way. And I, I think that's also beneficial for like friendships and situations. So if you're going through a hard time and you're just overly emotional in, a, in the moment, write it down, revisit it and see how you feel. That is literally the advice that Scotland and Isabel gave me a couple of days ago because really? I wanted to send someone a letter that was like a really like soppy letter and they yeah. were like please just like write it down and wait a couple of days yeah. and today I like looked at it I was like thank god I didn't send that yeah like, because in the yeah. moment you're so emotional and you're like oh this is the best like whatever it is and then you yeah. get out of that headspace and you're like oh my god yeah. Yeah. I'll say that um to know like a way to know that you have become more self-aware and, and everything is the moment you realize that you don't need anyone else to love you other than yourself because like I it's so that. true like the saying like you need to love yourself before you let someone else love you is so so important or otherwise you'll start acting the way that they want you to act you will not learn how to be your own person mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and I think like honestly just being on like one of my biggest fears just growing up and throughout my life has been just losing someone that I love or just becoming distant from a friend, whatever that is. And I think a huge part of that was just, I found my comfort and I was very dependent on other people. Yep. And that can be very scary. If you lose someone very close to you, whether, whatever the reason may be, that can really affect you in a negative way. If you got whatever you get from that person, mm-hmm. but if you have your friends in your life, your family, to kind of, I don't know how to say it, like accentuate the happiness that you feel within yourself, I feel like you'll be in a much better place for the rest of your life. And I know that's like an ongoing thing, um, but I think just finding your independence and confidence in who you are as a person, um, it'll be a lot easier in a lot of your relationships. And you won't put as much stress and pressure on the relationship. I think that's something that, like, everyone has to realize, too. Like, you can never expect anyone else to give you your happiness. And, like, the moment that you start doing that in a friendship or a relationship is the moment that it's going to go south. And, like, yeah. I have I've been guilty of that before. I know we all probably oh, yeah. have been. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I just learned that. Yeah. I ju- all this stuff, I've in the past year, yeah. I've learned. And usually you have to go through it yourself in order to, to realize it. Like, you're probably listening to this and you're like, I've never done that. Or, like, maybe you have whatever. But, like it happens to everyone at different points in their life. And like the second you realize it, you're like, oh my God, like I was so out of control with like the way that I was handling and like coping with what's going on. I'd side note and side shout out to especially Natalie and Isabel, but anyone else that was in our broad friend group. Like the first week I was there, my grandma passed away. And that was like my, I mean, you don't always have to go through something bad for you to start kind of realizing that. Yeah. But for me, that's what it was being so far away from family and going through something so tragic. I was very lucky to have just like the best friends who supported me. Like I know, like the whole point is you need support. It's not, I, I was crazy and reckless and did stupid things. We all know, we all know <laughs> I did stupid things. We all love to never witness it. Once true never once were my close friends ever judging me they were supporting me and it it allowed me to realize my own mistakes and me to grow and not have to hear anything else which is so important so thanks guys that's that's like my favorite thing about you guys because I feel like whenever I would do something like oh I don't know or something like oh I don't know what happened I would like see kitchen or 
the kitchen. See Isabel in the kitchen in the morning and be like, how this happened? And before she would like say her opinion, she would just be like, how do you feel about it? Like, how are we moving forward? You know? Yeah. Like it wasn't like Natalie. Why? You know? Natalie, you're stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Which is honestly what like everyone else said to me. (laughs) Which is just like, it's so not helpful. Like even if you do. Yeah. I did feel that way, which maybe I did in situations. I honestly don't remember. It happens often. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's, it's irrelevant. Like, it's not my life, it's yours. Unless you're in danger. Wait, that I that's completely gives you different. all the right to speak up. Yeah, and if I'm like, hey, like, how do you feel about what just happened to me? Then go ahead, like, come at me. Everyone literally messes up all the time, and everyone, like, is not a good friend all the time. And, like, I have noticed it in myself so much this past year, where, like, I have done things, like, made mistakes and stuff, and I'm like, oh my god, like, I messed up. I need to apologize. I need to own up to it, and you learn from it, and, like, you're not going to be self-aware 100% of the time. You're not going to be able to control yourself 100% of the time. You're not going to be a good friend 100% of the time. Like, it's literally impossible to do that. But you just have to, like, realize when you're doing it and fix it for next time. Like, that's all anyone can ever do. That's true. Yeah. Nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. I gotta learn it. I don't even know the word. Honestly, it's funny because it was, like, Hannah Montana, Miley Cyrus, who came out with that song. But she is a great example for someone who has gone through shit has always owned up to her shit has always been confident in who she was and has learned from her mistakes love totally okay now let's talk about something a little bit lighter call her daddy tea guys first of all if you don't listen to call her daddy let me just like summarize what they are it's a podcast put on by um alex cooper and sophia franklin and it's all about like sex and all the topics that we probably won't discuss on this podcast yeah. um owned by barstool yes run by barstool and it's such an interesting podcast if you don't listen to it like go back and listen to previous episodes but there was some major drama this week about it and it's been so interesting oh so, when was this i think it was like two days ago alex yeah, it was in the past week yeah like a couple days ago alex posted a youtube video on the Caller Daddy, like, YouTube page, basically addressing all the rumors and, like, what was happening. So, basically, they had to renegotiate. So, it was the end of the first year, and they had to renegotiate their contract. And Sophia went in and wanted all these ridiculous, like, extra, like, money, extra um, percentage percentage from the merch, like, all these extra add-ons. And, um, basically, was it her boyfriend? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Over, like, a new term sheet He's a with liar. all these ridiculous requests. And, um, the, his name is David. Is he the owner? What is he? Oh, Dave Portnoy yeah, is the owner yeah. of Barstool. Yeah. Yes. Um, so they sent over this new term sheet that their, that, um, Sophia's boyfriend, um, made for them. And he basically came back saying a big F you. This is ridiculous. This is not happening. And so Alex and Sophia went and met with him after that. And Alex was going into it thinking like, oh my God, I'm like so scared. Like, I hope we can still work with Barstool. Whereas Sophia was kind of going into it as like a courtesy meeting. Like she wanted to leave. Her boyfriend was looking for other deals for both of them elsewhere. Um, And so the big controversy was... Alex was good with the new deal. Sophia wasn't. Sophia wanted all of these add-ons that were just ridiculous that Alex didn't agree with. Yet Sophia was talking to Dave 
for Alex saying that this is not okay. We need more. We need to get paid more. We need to get paid a million dollars per year. Yeah. Like, did you see his, um, he his had posted something Yeah, before, before the video actually happened, he posted a podcast on the Caller Daddy like mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. And he that. basically, yeah, he basically said in it, like he talked about his side, but also like the story that every, like you're saying right now, but he basically was saying that they, he was so willing to give them more money. Like they made, well, first of all, their contracts at the beginning of it was like not big at all, but as they got so much, they got such a big response. Mm -hmm. They made close to half a million dollars, if not more. Alex made, I think he said 508. And he had said in the podcast, that he was willing to give people who brought, like obviously people who bring more money and more and more people to the brand. He like give- the thing I was listening to Alex's video and in it she was talking about how the reason they like first went into negotiations or the reason they like decided to do it was because they were already their salaries were already passed what their contract said, so they mm-hmm. had to reno- yeah. renegotiate. And I think the contract said they could renegotiate at the end of yeah. this year. Yeah. yeah, but it wasn't that they could leave. No, not I at know all. That for yeah. sure. And-, and Sophia wanted to get the IP so they could take the Caller Daddy brand elsewhere. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They wanted in the contract to say once they got the IPE, they could sign but leave any time and still keep the IPE. That's crazy. Yeah, he literally Fine. said yeah. make said- one podcast and leave with it. That's Which just, is literally the whole brand. Yeah. So the fact that Sophia didn't care about the IP meant she didn't care about the brand. She just wanted money. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. No. When, and that's what Alex was saying. Like, it was so... When Alex was going through... Guys, I have the uh, video linked on our Instagram. So go watch it if you haven't because it's so interesting. I Alex went through, like, a whole timeline of how it happened. But she was saying when they were, like, negotiating the terms, Barstool kept giving them everything that they wanted. Like, everything yeah. Sophia was asking for, they would match. And then she would ask for something else. And it's, it was just, like, mind-blowing listening to it. I hope that it's good, though, because I, I think that she'll have good things to say, but I really like banter between two I was just about They had a good banter. banter. And, and it's it was like, also stories that they both were, like, there for, for some of it, or, like... Right. Like, they like were it's so friends. awkward to bring, like, terms that they coined together up now. Like, yeah. maybe. Yeah. We'll see. Updates It's going to be follow. a new thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, if you haven't seen the video, check the Instagram and go watch yeah. it. And let us know what you think. Before we wrap things up, I just want to remind you guys to head over to Natalie's brand, Revival. On Instagram, it's revival underscore co underscore. You can find the link to the website there. I just want to say a quick shout out to my fave gals, Miss Natalie in Scotland. We Woo! link their Instagrams in our in our Instagram post about this episode. Make sure that you follow along with the goal of the week. It is a 10-minute ab exercise every single day for a week, and we will be posting um, a picture of the exercise on our Instagram so you guys can follow along with us. Yay! Um, well, I, I did an ab exercise. You did it. What? Yeah. I, I want to that you did it. Okay. I'll send you a Snapchat every day. As long you as like you stream it? Because you're... No. Can we do it together? <laughs> yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will now be on Spotify and Apple Music. Hopefully this episode is on Spotify and Apple Music. But if it's not, we will be soon. Follow along on our Instagram. Tell us what you thought. Tune in next week. And thank you for watching. Or listening. Thanks for having me. 
Bye.